using the best bulls on the planet. Uh, everyone's different, but we feel like these are some of the best genetics out there. We look at the EPDs on the dam side, the cow, and the EPDs on the sire, and we try to find holes. Like say if the cow's really low on, say yearling weight or weaning weight, we try to fill that hole in with a bull, with the sire. And we also look at the cow phenotype and see maybe she needs a little more depth of rib or maybe a little longer extension when she travels. And so most of these bulls we have seen, and so we know the phenotype they can bring to the table. A cow or heifer is only in heat for 18 hours. And so we, instead of uh, bringing the cow in individually at uh, when is she's ready to be bred, we want to do a hundred of them. Then we uh, use technology uh, by making them all come in at the same time. Do you want to go ahead and catch yeah, her? I'll just show you guys how. And so like in all life, uh, lube, lube is your friend. And this is some antibiotic lube, so we don't do any, but um, we make sure everything's real clean. When we go open, back there. Just open the gate, Trevor. Come on, big girl. One more time, and we'll leave you alone. Okay, Becky, hold her tail. So if you if you guys can see, and then see, so this is the deal that they're going to want. They're going to try to outlaw on us. And I just make sure she's she's clean, and then I gently put it in her uterus. And most of the time, they stay in better. But I'm a little bit out of practice. But anyway, that'll stay in her for ten days. Well, seven days. Seven days, right like that. Okay, okay pull it out. Okay, so we, so so she's had her cedar for seven days. Seven days, and now she's ready to breed. Okay, yep. go go for it. Okay, so now she's ready. We're gonna come over here. All of our semen stored in liquid nitrogen. Thank you. And this is a this will defrost the semen. So right now the Sperm cells are frozen, and we're going to bring them back to life. So this is uh, the bath. We'll put it in for 45 seconds. And uh, like the thing about AIing is the easiest part is putting the semen in the cow. Everything else is the hard part to get them to to become pregnant. And so everything here is very sensitive. So we even have. Um, another thermometer to make sure that there's no fluctuation in the water temperature because any fluctuation high or low can kill semen so we're going to come over here we're going to get our our tweezers and then we're going to just double check yep so this is the bowl oh i meant to use the tweezers but that's okay so we're going to drop it in there for 45 seconds. How's 45 seconds the magic number? Uh, just 
over time, that's what they've, some guys do a minute, some guys do 30 seconds, but kind of the industry standard is around around that. But it's better to have it in here in the warmer than outside because this is controlled. So we're not we're not gonna breed this one, but I'll show you what it would look like inside of her. Okay, so it's been 45 seconds. We're gonna use our tweezers. We're gonna take it out. Double check our sire, so we can see here. This bull's his name is WXW Timberline Y377. That's his registration number, and that's his cane number. So that tells you what stud he was jumped at in that individual animal, and it tells you the date of the, the it was produced. So we got that dry. So it's actually that bull. And then we're gonna cut the tip off of it off here. And then we're gonna take our sheath. It's gonna pop in there. And then we're gonna take our AI gun. And normally we would never wanna do this in the daylight or in the sun because the UVs will be killing, it's killing the semen right now. What's the best time of day? Well, we have a little tent that we, we make it all or a camper to get out of the elements. And then we, not all people use these, but um, these are over sheaths. And so what this does is it protects the tip from getting any um, urine or any anything on the tip. So when the semen is uh, out, it wouldn't kill it. So right before I get to the cervix, I'm, I would pop this. It's a little hot. Pop that. And then once I get to, to the, uh, right before the uterine split, is that's our target zone. And you just slowly, you can watch it just come out. So that's the semen there. So that's what, that's what will happen. But I'll show you, I'll go ahead and um, show you how quick it typically is to breed one. When they're in heat, it's a lot easier because they're dilated. So we put that in my shirt. <clears throat> and lube's always your friend. Hold its tail, please. So we're gonna enter in the anus. We're gonna clean this here. And then we're entering up 
so we don't go into the uterus or the the urine tract. And I'm I'm grabbing the cervix right now. And I'm just manipulating very easy on it. And it'll and then once I get through it, it'll be the Y at the uterine horn. And then I so I just got there, I'm double checking it. And then this is when I deposit it. And that's all it is. And then out she would go. Just another day at the office right yeah. here in Hudson, Colorado. And this is the way you start a road trip, road trip 2021 right here with our new friends. And this is cool, Walter Angus Ranch as we just- Well, hold on, look at this. I just bred that cow and she turned around and is coming right back to us. Like she's in no pain, no discomfort. I think that's very important for people to see. That's really what we want you to understand. Chef Justin Brunson, come on over here with us. Introduce yourself. Well, I'm, well, I'm Ty. <laughs> you almost got me. I'm Ty. Uh, hey, Ty, I'm Greg. This is Chef Justin, Justin Brunson. Justin Brunson, very nice to meet well. you. Yeah. Come on in here, sir. Everybody introduce yourself. This is Ty right here. Your name, sir? Terry. Hey, Terry, good to see you as well. Who else do we have with us? Trevor. Trevor. Those are the best guys here. Those are the guys who keep the place running. All right, so this is just a pleasure. What a way to start a road trip. And we love to travel the state and see our ranchers here in Colorado. And it's great because Colorado's uh, such a different uh, state as far as how the terrain is and how different ranching is and high altitude and a little lower altitude in the plains. But here we are at uh, Walter Angus Ranch. Who wants to give the 30 second summary of where we're at and what the operation is before we get started here real quick? Well, we're just northeast of Denver, probably 45 minutes, uh, right? Pretty close to 76. And our main business is running uh, or raising registered seed stock. Um, so we're creating bulls for other people to breed their cows. And um, so they can produce very nutritious and tasty beef. Here's what's really cool. You guys have really, it's just taken us to school on the efficacy of the husbandry of raising your livestock and your animals. And there, I don't know, one, two, three things. How many things did you show us today? And why did you feel they were important that other people were able to see, Terry? Well, uh, uh, one thing that they need, everyone needs to know is that we're just a family. And most of uh, cattle ranches are families. Yeah, sure and uh, or they are sure originated that way and um, we just take as best care of our cattle as we can and uh, it's in our heart that we do that uh, not just for profit profitability tell you what your property is impressive and just surrounded by the best of the best and that's where chef justin brunson chef this is pretty impressive property here right oh it's great it's great. Where do you begin when you're looking around for <laughs> animals, huh? Uh, no, no, it's, uh, it was really cool to come out here and, uh, you know, see, see this family operation out here today, um, for sure. 
and just learned so much about the the whole AI process. And you know, it's just like these uh, all these new laws that uh, we're trying to pass here in the state of Colorado is really going to hurt uh, Colorado agriculture families like these. Uh, and then we'll directly see all those that in the grocery stores and at the restaurants and. I mean, this is a, I mean, a small family farm like this is what it's all about. This is what America was built on. So uh, it was just cool to come out here and see your guys' operation today. Well, it's good having you. Yeah. And appreciate you guys trying to tell our side. Yeah, totally. Because we, we have nothing to hide. And um, I mean, these cows are like family to us. Well, there really but, is no side. I mean, you guys, ranching has been generation to generation. <laughs> how long for you? How many generations in your family? Well, these, my boys are fifth, and I've got um, uh, grandkids coming up. But uh, we're just uh, trying to make food for people to eat. And then our idea here is to make the most tasty, tender uh, beef uh, you can get and so uh, just know that it irritates me if someone buy spends their good money on a steak and it's tough that hurt, hurts me too and that isn't what we're after here we're after top quality when did you figure it out has it been this way since the beginning or is it no it was it a was labor of love well, it was a deal wherein when i um, 20 30 years ago it was weighed across the scale as much um steer or uh, beef that you could make in the short amount of time and then we've evolved into quality and tenderness and uh, it isn't um, well because that's what the market is asking yeah. for on our side mm -hmm. because yeah. there's premiums for a quality yes. carcass yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, you know more and more and that's why we do what we do with the modern eaters we believe that uh, people should be more connected with their food it doesn't just it's not born in a package on king yep. supers or whole food shelf uh, this is where it comes from and the margins i mean just food in general i mean i understand people have to eat but cheaper 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 what, how do we make people pay attention to their food and actually understand that there's that that's a commodity you have to pay money for for good food where does that begin how well, do that? I, I think, it, I mean, I'm still a believer in a free market. Um, but one thing I would say. But how do you get the consumer to understand that you're paying that, a premium for oh, better product? Well, one thing I'll tell you is if we bred a cow today, it'll be three years before we eat that mm -hmm. offspring or eat her product. And so the backlog on genetic turnover is so long that we're looking you know that far into the future wow but but also especially know, when you breed, raise bulls too i mean yeah. we're like but but also no we're integrating the best technology available to us and we're dnaing our seed stock mm -hmm. to uh take get rid of the chance of a lower quality mm. uh carcass man looking out for us but and but i think to answer your question yes. is give it what get has somebody come back uh, for quality product is giving them initial positive eating experiences exactly. to where if they come and get, you know, a tough steak, uh, overcooked, no flavor yeah. to it, they're not going to want to come back or spend more money. And, yeah. Spend money when they could go get, say, a chicken breast right. for much cheaper than a, the higher quality and, steak. And you sell all these cattle to a packer, right? Yes. And, yeah. and the packer doesn't, you know, I, I watch the Daily Beast prices go all over. You guys get paid the same every day. 
uh, for those cattle for the most part. Like just because the beef price is up is up at the USDA average, right. the farmer's still getting paid the same thing, but the packing house is making a lot yes, more money, right? Yes, and that's what I was going to say. That's how that works, right? Just so everyone at home, when you think that beef keeps going up or, or food costs keep rising, 90% of us farmers and ranchers yeah. never see. The farmers aren't getting that price. money. Those large four packing companies yes. in the United States are the ones making the yeah. billions of dollars, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's right now, actually, fat cattle are losing or barely breaking even. Even. And this is the highest beef has ever been. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So as we're melting here on a hot June day in Colorado, and I said just another day at the office, this is another day at the office. Go through what an average day is for you guys. Well, well we're well, we're really diversified. Yeah, we do farm too. Sure. And um, so every day, and you can ask our guys, is uh, is a little different. Mm -hmm. So we just go in seasons. Like right now, we're trying to haul our cattle. To the mountains to mm -hmm. the summer pasture um but every day is different so we have um breeding season calving season um our summer pastures where we're checking their their health making sure everything's doing and fine. harvesting feed for them to eat in the winter time yeah. mm. yep well okay. and it's seven days a week yeah. just because we want to take the day off doesn't mean the cattle can't oh they don't want to and oh man. so it's you know year round Plus, and during calving, too, we uh, don't have a sign that says no calving no after calves. five. Yeah. It, uh, we calve 24 hours a day. And so, so somebody's got to be out watching cattle uh, yeah, all, all day and night. So, uh, so as you guys were so gracious to invite us on your property and, and uh, we're very grateful to see the things that you're showing us, what, what, what's the most important message? You obviously had some things that you were like, we want to show you really what this is all about because obviously there's an effort to uh, show that it's different, which amazes me. But how do you kind of quantify what you're doing, what you wanted to show, and then give that just that end message? Well, uh, we're, like I just mentioned, we're using uh, uh, newest technology and, uh, you know, in our farming and cattle operation and, uh, you know, uh, our society embraces that all the time, but for some reason they don't enjoy agriculture uh, doing that. But um, also know that uh, uh, we, we care for our cattle in a big, big way. And we would never do anything to harm them or hurt them. As you illustrated here today. Yes. Man, it's a pleasure. I think we're gonna eat some lunch here. Uh, what's on the menu? Does anybody know? Pick some Walter Angus. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure I'm going to cook some of these cows out here right now. <laughs> As well, we should. Yeah, we're going to do that. Thanks for your time here today. We're going to go over. We're going to talk around the, the grill, eat, grill up some burgers. This is what I think we're going to do. But again, what a great way to start our road trip 2021. 21 days on the road, and we'll travel 1,600 miles, a circle in state. So as you see us travel and see farms and ranches across the great state of Colorado, you'll see all kinds of different terrain, all kinds of different uh, livestock raising methods. And one thing that you will see in common is they're in this for the love of it. They're not doing this because they're making trillions of dollars, that's for sure. But the love of just actually um, being, I mean, what got you into it? Was it a family thing? Well, uh, yeah, I grew up with cattle, but um, uh, there's still romance, mm -hmm. romantic thing to me. Um, seeing a calf born 
and then Sienna with his mother out grazing in a meadow, you know, and uh, that is what, um, so that's what we're always looking yeah. for. And then here in Colorado on a tough day, mm -hmm. you can always look over there to the west and see the mountains and know you got cows up there enjoying themselves. Yeah, so usually anyway, we, we give our cows a pretty darn good life here. But the only thing we have not mentioned is uh -huh. that God has done, I mean, without God, none of this is possible. Right. It's wonderful. So, and that's how God, true, true God, God set all this up. It isn't, uh, we just, we're just caretakers of how he built the cow and how it eats uh, forages and converts that fiber into well, an awesome, awesome, uh, you know, t a, t a wonderful tasting food product that's nutritious for you. I just got a little message from God. He said a couple of these can come home with me. <laughs> what do you think? Thank you, God. I love you. All right. Thanks for this. We're going to wrap this up. We appreciate being here. We're going to go have some lunch, and then we're going to mosey on down the road. 21 days. You stay tuned to moderneater.com, our whole tour schedule. And uh, from Walter Angus Ranch in Hudson, Colorado, they also have a property in Granby as well. Learn more about their story by going to what website? Uh, WalterAngus.com. Boom! That's it. Okay. And we'll come keep... buy a bull. And come buy a bull. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you down the road. The Modern Eater Show continues.